Welcome to Life Uninhibited. I'm your host, Kristen Messagy, Enneagram 6, Life Coach for Sixes. Recently, I talked about how our brains self-scare as our fixation as sixes. And in this episode, my friend Nicole and I share in detail some of the ways that our brains self-scare us on the regular. We tried to make it pretty light and laugh at ourselves, but we do talk about serious topics. So there's a disclaimer in the beginning, and I just want you to have full permission. If you don't want to be scared by things, you can skip this episode. Maybe come back to it when you're feeling better, or you can just skip it all together. We definitely talk about serious things as those are the things our brains scare us with. So there you go. If you do choose to listen, please enjoy full permission to laugh at us. That was exactly the point. Okay. Hi, sixes. I have something that I hope is going to be fun for you today. This might be a segment. I'm not sure yet. Nicole is here. Nicole McCarran from episode, I don't know when, early on in the podcast. We talked about sixes with different fixes. Do you remember doing that episode? I do. Hello, everyone. That was super fun. Nicole is a colleague and a friend, and we talk all the time. And so we're very familiar, deeply familiar with each other's brains. We're both sixes. And so we're (laughs) talking about sexiness all the time, as well as just being ourselves, of course. And Something that we thought, I don't even know how this, we got this idea, but we were like, let's share about how our brains scare us, hopefully in like a funny, really kind of laugh at ourselves kind of way, because it's hilarious. We're hilarious. Our brains are hilarious. (laughs) And my, one of my main um, goals here is to really help sixes know that that automatic scaring is just the brain's first go-to as part of our personality structure. And the more that we can see that, the less we can be actually taken out by that scaring. The more distance we can get from it, the more um, healthy dissociation from those kinds of thoughts. So that's the real end here. Uh, The other thing I want to say is we're going to be talking about serious stuff. Our brains do not scare us with small things. Generally, it's like anything happens, which we'll get into that. Anything happens, and then the brain offers the most painful conclusion, right? It's It's a very zero to 10 phenomenon. But the things that our brains scare us with really do happen. And in no way, shape, or form is this to take real life lightly. And I really trust us, Nicole, to be able to hold that. I mean, we live real lives. We've both dealt with very scary, real things. I work with people all of the time who are working through and dealing with very scary, real things. So there is a little bit of a trigger warning here, I think too. If you Mm -hmm. do not want to have your brain hear something that might scare you, you know, permission to skip this episode entirely because this is kind of like gallows humor right? It's kind of like laughing about scary things, hopefully without um, in any way demeaning 
them because hello, all the bad shit really happens all yeah. of the time. So yeah. What do you do? You and that's such an important skill as a six to learn, right? To be like, yes, I can't listen to scary things right now because I'm I'm feeling too scared, you know. So that's to right. step that's aside right. um when needed. And I think I also just want to communicate that me and Kristen really like there's a gravity to scary things that is very real and that we we actually spend a lot of our life you know working with people and having groups and like taking part in it um yeah we go also, in yeah. to the scary with yes. people all of the time yeah yes all of the time and so we take it very seriously yeah. and yet at the same time laughing at it together yes. and kind of calling its bluff can be such a beautiful um solution you yeah. know, it can be such a beautiful way of like, um, yeah, calling it bluff. The other thing I think I just am sort of desperate for people to know is that we can have anxiety, particularly in certain areas of our life, and we can still have productive, healthy lives. In no way, shape or form are we required to overcome and not have the things that we struggle with to be okay in life. This is one of my main things that I want to communicate because I really like my life. I feel good about my life and my brain scares the ever loving shit out of me on the regular. That's still a yes. thing. And I don't That's need so to get rid yeah. of, because one of the things I get fired up about this because the thing that um, pains me the most working with people is this insistent belief that I have to be a different person. I must be different before I can like myself or like my life or anything like that. And it's like, no, we're not yeah. going to get rid of the self-scaring. If you're a six, you self-scare. And you may actually not be totally aware of that if you're a more like, you know, sort of angry, blustery, blowing through life six. Like I had no awareness of my self-scaring for a very long time because I was just blowing and going, as Nicole would say. <laughs> so. For me, it's been a real journey to see it and to like mm -hmm. feel the tenderness that comes with mm -hmm. it because I was very yeah. unaware for a very long time and just reacting to that fear uh, mm -hmm. unconsciously. Absolutely. Me too. I relate to that so much. Okay. And, I, and I really kept it at bay by like reacting to it and managing it. And I think there was some tipping point in my life that all of a sudden it was like, this actually, this isn't actually managing this, you know, like, yeah. so yeah, I relate to that a lot too. Okay. So the other thing we're going to introduce, <laughs> this is called the scare scale. Okay. The scare scale is how, how hooked are you by this scare, right? Sometimes it's literally going to be, you can see the thought and it doesn't grab your body, right? So the scare mm -hmm. scale is determined by level of anxiety, basically level of like truth that the scare has in our, in our system. Like we're really, really, really hooked to it. Like mm -hmm. a, like a fusion. Literally, I'm defining it as I'm going here, right? <laughs> That's a good, I like the fusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how fused am I with this thought? That determines yeah. the scale. Do you like that? I do like that. Okay. <laughs> Making it up. And you have numbers? Do you have numbers with the scare scale? Just remembered numbers are upsetting.
upsetting for someone. We're just going to go with it. We're going to go with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we could do like <clears throat> faces or something. I mean, we can just, we can just go with it as we yeah. go. Numbers and maybe okay. like a face, like an emoji. Okay. And then um, the last thing is this could become a segment in which we listen to you listeners, self scares. Mm-hmm. Like we'd love to have you share them and we could laugh at ourselves together. So particularly you'd want to share ones that are some low on the scare scale or maybe in the past, right? Because those are the ones that we can look back on often and be like, that's hilarious that my brain did that. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think we've set this up pretty well. What do you think? I think we have too. Yeah. I think that's great. Okay. So let's start with, um, my self scares about this episode. My brain was like, oh no, wait, before we do that. Okay. Wait, before we do that, we're going to share the places where we tend to scare ourselves the most. Okay. The reason I think this is useful one is it's just, I think good for all of us to say, oh, what are the areas that I tend to see these things? Cause that can also tend to help us release a little bit. And we're like, of course mm-hmm. my brain's scaring me there. My brain always scares me there. The other thing I like about this is we can see there are areas in my life where I don't scare myself. Like, hopefully we share Mm -hmm. some things that other sixes are like, I don't do that. Yeah. Like I feel great about that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's true. That's a great thing to realize. Yeah. I like that. Like there are areas that I feel really confident in finding. Um, Mm -hmm. The ones I'm about to share, not those. (laughs) Okay. So um, health anxiety top one for me. One mm-hmm. of the top. These are in no particular order. Okay. Uh, parenting. Achilles heel of doom is my parenting brain sometimes. <laughs> the And my business brain is. Okay. Yeah. My brain loves to scare me about my business. Yeah. Those yeah. are my top ones right now. And when I say health okay. anxiety, it's like for my family. So it's okay, mostly so not just you, also can, your family. I can project that shit onto my family Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So my areas are kids for sure. Yeah. Like just kids stuff, raising, being a parent, um, health for sure. That was, I think that was something that we really connected on when we first became friends, you know, like beginning to talk about the health stuff. Um, I felt like I kept that more under wraps, but maybe not. Well, do you remember you were like, I don't really worst case scenario. And, yeah, and I, I, totally I don't remember <laughs> you were like, I don't really worst case scenario. And I was like, are you sure? And I gave you an example. And I think it was a health thing. I think I was like, this is what my brain does. And you were like, oh crap, that's worst case scenario. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> was just truth about? telling. I have no memory of that, but I believe you 100%. Okay. That's okay. Funny. Okay. I did so, really yeah. used to think that I didn't relate to that. Oh yeah, I definitely didn't have any anxiety. Like in my brain, I didn't struggle with anxiety. It wasn't until I found the Enneagram that I was like, what? That's anxiety? Like, Mm -hmm. no idea. Um, And then I have like a husband one. It's like has to do with my husband and cheating, like cheating on me. Those are kind of my themes, I would say. Health, kids, husband, some work. I have some work ones too that might come up as we share. Okay, yeah. Those are mine kids health husband um work okay so i'll give an example i'll start so i uh first of all 
I well, do you want to do the podcast first? The, oh, the fear, yes. Self-scaring on the podcast. Yeah. So basically my brain is like, this is going to be misunderstood and everyone's going to think you're actually a total asshole and that you have no empathy whatsoever. And so they will never want to hire you. And this is the end of your business. This is it. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> I don't feel it right now that we've been talking. Okay, for, Where so are this you on have, this scare? Yeah. Because the, because this is the end of your business is such a self scare. I've yeah. been managing that particular thought for so long. It's actually starting to lose its. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's literally and you're going down. Other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, my business isn't over. Every time I thought it was over, it's not. Right. Yeah. Thus far. Yeah. <laughs> Thus far. <laughs> I'm not quite ready to let it go, obviously. But I can, I can I, say yet. Okay. You can say yes. I share a little bit of a similar thing where I'm like, we had this genius idea. We've been laughing all week about it. And Mm -hmm. like, I think I feel responsible too. like how horrible if I made Kristen make a choice that then ruined her business. Like I feel, I feel really bad about that. That would be a real loss. Okay. But then (laughs) the real funny ones are like, what if we talk about things that are scaring us? Like health stuff. And then one of us oh, does you... die from one of those things. Yes. No, then, that feels very, yeah. But then your brain went even further with it. Well, so I told Kristen, okay, so I'll share mine first. I, my most prominent self-scaring this week, okay? So like high on the scare scale okay. is around my health because I'm having some physical pain in my back and it's been bothering me. So my brain is like, you either have ovarian cancer, lung cancer, spine cancer, or maybe those are the three, colon cancer. (laughs) Wait, that one. And so I told Kristen, I'm like, okay, again, high on the scare scale. So it feels really true. You know, it doesn't feel like it's, it's like, it feels true. So I'm like, Kristen, if I share this, and then I die, like how horrible. And then everyone's going to be so sad. And then like, it's going to scare sixes even more. And surely that will make your business go under. Like that just seems bad on all fronts. As if so, that would be the worst thing if you actually did get sick. Well, and people would be, like, be like, compassionate. People would be compassionate. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. a good point. But then you're imagining yeah. I'd have to take down the episode because it would be too grim. To yeah, have. totally. And then people would be like gossiping about it. You know, like Kristen had this episode. <laughs> then her friend died. And that is were so you know, like that is so much of the self-scaring for me when it comes to other people, right? Is like, well, she should have done this. Yeah. She should have uh, seen that coming. She should have known yes. better. They should have known better than to have that conversation. They should have known better. Why did they have this segment? What a horrible idea. Totally, totally. <laughs> Idiots. I would never make that error. Yeah, totally. There's such an element of magical thinking that goes along with the self-scaring because there is this element of if I say it out loud I'm going to make it happen which then which keeps it actually more locked in right that keeps it uh scaring us more and more and more and more we kind of turn on it more yeah when really it's just our brain saying effectively like don't get any relief from this don't say it out loud don't share vulnerably because then you actually will die 
Totally. And don't be tender with yourself. Like don't rest on your laurels. You better work your ass off to figure it out and protect yourself. Totally. Don't actually feel the vulnerability or the tenderness about it, you know? Which is sadly one of the ways to work with this, right? Is really to feel the fear. But we're not coaching. We're not coaching today. We're not coaching or talking about wise things today. No, we're not doing, (laughs) this is not wisdom. Okay, so that, so now that we've talked about all the things that are scary just about doing this episode, um, and of course, scaring sixes. Yeah, I don't want to scare anybody. Oh my gosh, that would be, yeah. My brain is like, we're there, we're all doing this to ourselves all the time. Anyway. That's a good point. And what if I gave a disclaimer? Someone... Yes, we gave a disclaimer. We gave a trigger warning. And what if it helps someone like laugh a little bit more or like gave them freedom in this area? That is the goal. So we're choosing the risk for the hopeful benefits. Right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Like starting to sweat. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so let's just get into it. So do you want to say anything else? Where is your health health today on the scare scale? Yeah. So because it's high, of course, I feel tender toward it. We did some. I know you do. I know, which is so kind of you. Like, (laughs) It's not as high as it was like maybe yesterday or the day before, but but it's higher than my other ones. So I'm going to share other ones that I feel completely detached from. Great. It's higher than my other ones. Like it feels, as far as fusion, it feels like, really plausible. Yeah. Like, like I'm probably going to go get like an x-ray and ultrasound or something. You know, like, I'm, this is, like, I feel like I have to do something to make sure I don't have these things. Okay. So this is a major difference between us. And I think that your way of dealing with it is so much healthier, healthier than mine, because you with health anxiety are a doctor go-to-er. Yes. That's and right. I am a doctor avoider. Yeah. So I use my whatever weird ass coping skills to just like cram the fear down or sometimes I'll have yeah. a good cry, but I will not go into the doctor unless I'm like, unless it's a 10. When okay. I'm fused. The 10 makes you go. Yeah. Yes. When I'm fused at a 10, I get my ass into the doctor, but I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's, I and I don't know what that's about. I could, we're not, yeah, I want, yeah. we're not, we're not myself either. today, but, but yeah, I just think that's interesting that we're both sixes and you've yes. got doctor go-tours who have health anxiety yeah. and doctor avoiders. Part yeah. of my avoidance is fear of getting in trouble, which then means I wait longer, which then means I'm more in my brain. Well, then they're really going to tell you that you're an idiot because you waited so long. I also have this with my, I totally took over. I'm just going to keep talking. I totally have this. You reminded me today. My kids are the dentist. I hate taking my kids to the dentist because I'm worried Um. I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Your kids are also tweens and teens, by the way. They're not like two-year-olds that you have to be like, brush your teeth. Anyway, sorry. Do you not? You do. I no, I do, but I'm just saying. Especially with Oliver's on braces. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah that's true. I'm, that's I'm true. Failing him. Okay, is what they're going to tell me. And I will also <laughs> say my kids actually have had cavities, and Violet had some like just some enamel stuff, and no one told me that I was a that bad you were mom. failing. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. No <laughs> one looked at me askance, like oh god, you should. So take that brain. But yeah, take that. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you will go to the doctor. Areas. 
that's not one of my areas. I remember when you first told me that and I was like, really? Oh, so you I don't know why. That. I'm kind of like, it's on them, which is ridiculous <laughs> because I have like a four-year-old who I have to get to brush his teeth. I really hate brushing teeth, kids' teeth. I, it's my rough. husband it's does that. One. It's rough. It is. <laughs> and some people can do so it with their pets. I'm like, I don't know. No, no, that's not. No. What was your question? I'm a doctor go-to-er. You're a doctor of a waiter. But we are both natural. Like, we are both going to, like, go the natural route. Like, do some of those. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> this is actually, this is really tender for people. So I'm glad we're laughing about it. Because there is a lack of trust. Yeah. It, and this is one of those, like, truth. And we have to figure out how to live our lives anyway. There is a major lack of trust toward the medical field for many, 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 many sixes. Some sixes are like, whatever, that's my doctor. I do what my doctor says and I'm good. I really want to be one of those people. I am not that person. (laughs) I'm like, doctors don't know what the hell they're doing. Oh gosh. I don't, they don't. One of my favorite 60 friends is a doctor. Okay. So not you. I don't mean you. Who's listening? And not all you other amazing six doctors that we know are doing great, jo- a great job. Right. And this is just our <laughs> brains, right? Because it's not helpful. Yeah. That thought does not help me actually go get the care I need that is available. Yeah. So it's like, yes, we will do the natural, but of course, we're also going to, I don't know, regular doctors. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a real hodgepodge. It's a real but I will buy some supplements. I'll tell you that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you may not go to the doctor until you're 10, but you will buy some supplements. Totally. Oh my gosh. And I will try to push them on my family and they are so done. Yeah. With my like, I don't know, half baked yeah. home remedies of all of their <laughs> whatever's going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you do that to your family too? I think I've had to give up because I have too many kids. I have four <laughs> kids, y'all. So I think I've just like given up on that. But I will say there's a little bit of self-scare there. It's like if I don't do the perfect natural thing, if I don't get them. Like I've had many a thought probably this week about like, I know they're deficient on their minerals and vitamins. <laughs> they're probably going to get a health thing and I'm going to feel really bad. And I did such a bad job. So that's that's a real... No, that's, that's real. One of the ways, right? That's yeah. totally real. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hold on. I have to pause because my fusion <laughs> with my self scaring around my children. <laughs> and do you know my husband has none of these thoughts ever? Do you know I, what I, mean? I can't fathom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I my know. husband doesn't either. I yeah. know. Which we're not going to get into a time, whole Yeah. I know. For a long time, I would have my husband reassure me, like, especially when we were first together, he'd be like, it's fine. You know, he's an Enneagram seven. But then a few years after, I was like, he always says it's fine, no matter what I tell him. He never says anything else. And I'm like, his radar is off. I'm like, mine's off, but his is off too. We need to like meet in the middle. Same, but, yeah. same, same. I think that's one yeah. way that I've learned to manage this is to actually take it to Bob to get the reassurance, but I'm actually not at this point, I'm not trying to get the reassurance. I'm trying to just get myself back in my body 
so that yeah. I can actually access some productive thinking to think these things through. That's good. Yeah. Which is another That's point great. of what this is all about is like, how do we get yes. back in our body and less fused with these scary thoughts? Because yes. at the end of the day, is it even useful? It's like we can have the thought and then do something about it, or we can just like make ourselves feel not great. Okay. And I would say we're mostly just overthinking it and not doing anything about it. You know what I mean? Like, which is yeah. good to Are hear even as a doctor goer tour, that you're still, <laughs> because in my mind, right. I'm like, Nicole does it right. If you go to the doctor every time, then you won't keep scaring yourself, but you have proven to me. <laughs> I have proven not... to you. I don't, I don't like how your brain is being mean to you about, I didn't realize that you thought the doctor avoider was underneath the doctor goer tour. <laughs> oh, it's obvious. Is that not obvious? Really? Yes. That's so funny. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so, I'm always like going to different doctors. I definitely had the thought where I'm like, Kristen probably thinks I go to too many, too many doctors. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, friendship isn't on my list, but I self-scare about oh, friendship yeah. all Crap. the time. Crap. Mine too. All the time. Say that one. No. We did a probably lot of your first friends. Yeah. We did talk all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Although you really didn't cop to a lot of self-scaring in the beginning of our friendship because you were just like, whoa, man, I just need some boundaries because uh -huh. I'm just like, oh gosh, I'm too much. Oh gosh, I'm too blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it's so weird because I like come in really hot and then am so mean to myself about it. I have such an interesting, Aww, yeah. I think this is part of um, just the way that we're different, right? Because you're just like, and I think many, many, many sixes are like, let me have a boundary here first. Yeah, and like suss yeah. this person out. Yeah. Whereas I have almost no boundaries. And then on the back end, I'm like, oh, whoa, there's a lot of people in here that I need to figure out. <laughs> okay. Here's a specific example. Okay. So first of all, I'm in perimenopause, which is delightful. It's freaking mm. fun. So I had my normal cycle. Mid-cycle, I start spotting. I'm not a mid-cycle spotter. So, of course, oh, that's ovarian cancer, obviously. Then it turns into a full-blown period. So then oh I think I better make sure I'm getting enough iron. So I go into this like, <laughs> no, no. You were like, I ate a steak for lunch. Or you told me something about eating beef. So I, was I like, what? ate this steak salad, <laughs> which was delicious. But then I got this mild twinge of nausea. So, and my brain's like, well, that's because of the ovarian cancer. Oh, that's man. what that nausea is about. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, there's what a perfect example of like a mild twinge of nausea equals boom, ovarian cancer. Because that's Zero one of my go-tos. Yeah. And I like yeah. to hang my hat on ovarian cancer because it's very hard to detect and diagnose. Yeah, that's, yeah, that makes it harder. That's that my favorite, right? Like no yeah. one can even. You do, that is your favorite. It that's is. your favorite for sure. Yeah, and it also because this is why I can't trust the doctors, right? Because no one can even diagnose this until I'm already dying. So then I don't have to go to the doctor. You see how this works? Yeah, I do. Uh -huh, oh uh -huh. my gosh. Don't message us about any of these examples. No, you're not allowed people to comment. This was actually one of the things we wanted to talk about because you heard someone interviewing a six who was not uh -huh. a six and they did yeah. not have the proper reverence for the anxiety. So yeah. this is one of those things where it's like, 
I can talk about my mom, but you can't talk about my mom, right? Like this is this totally. is safe space. Yes. We make fun of ourselves and no one's allowed to message me about going to the doctor. That is not allowed. <laughs> <Good job>. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put that out there. Yes. Well, and to say that we have deep reverence for these things. Like oh if gosh, anything, yes. they're they're scary. They are real and they're scaring us. But yeah, we're talking about our mama. Yeah. No one else can do that. So yeah. that was a light. That was a light one. I would say that was a light scare. That was probably like a two okay. or three. And I got a, it's probably like a five quickly to a three when I was like, there it goes. There I see it. Nice. So you caught it. Yeah. yeah. But a couple Did you months Google? ago. No, I don't Google. Nope. I do not. I have a, I have a very, I know. I'm actually very proud of myself because I have a very strict do not Google your symptoms rule. That's so good. I, because I all roads lead to period. what my brain already does. I know, but I would have had that middle period and literally been reading, like, is that a sign of a, like, I'll go, you know, like, is that a sign of ovarian <gasps> cancer and go Google it? Okay. I lied. I did Google because I already knew it was true. Is that is two periods a sign of perimenopause? So I went okay, for the that's positive okay. affirmation that I knew was okay. true. Oh, that's and great. And then I also, full disclosure, lightly made a couple this is so embarrassing i made a couple jokes to a couple <laughs> friends who are my age yeah sure enough they were like oh yeah those second periods blah 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 so instead of going and asking directly to my dear friends yeah i totally freaking came in under the radar of like oh i'm having a delightful second period ha 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 <laughs> seriously yeah, at all <laughs> hoping that they would be like yeah that happens and they both did. And then I was fine. Okay. Oh my gosh. That go. was embarrassing to see my whole process there. <laughs> That's great. Passive aggressive humor. That's not really passive aggressive. That's it's just not passive, passive aggressive. What is it? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like <clears throat> self-deprecation in order to receive reassuring response. It's not bad. It yeah. worked. I was going to say, I liked that you were reaching for resource and that you Googled the positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really looking for the reassurance that I was fine. Yeah. So five uh, to two, you jumped down five to two. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Because I know I'm never 100% sure. Yeah. I don't have ovarian cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and never. we will never be 100% sure, right? Which is right. horrible. That's the it annoying is. thing of being a six. Yeah. Well, and that's the annoying thing about bodies. That's the annoying thing about having a yes. body. Yes. Is literally yes. at any moment, something could be brewing. Yeah. That like drives me crazy. Like I wish we could have in my doctor goer tourness. I'm like, can we just have scans, you know, all the time that reassure us, but then the scanner would probably create cancer. So. Oh, totally. Just, you know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Five years from now, it'll be like all these scans you got. Oh my yeah. gosh. Totally. <laughs> this is the other reason I quit Googling, Nicole, because I went so far down the wellness world rabbit trail. Yeah. But I yeah. was like, no, I, I was like, there's literally no way to think that I am healthy, no matter what symptom I have. Because yeah, the nth yeah. degree of the wellness world, right, does tell us you should never be sad. You should never feel bad. All of this totally. stuff is, you know, because you're broken because of our toxic world. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Rick. Yeah. That's smart. That's good. That that boundary. Because yeah, the that reason, 
The reason being the stress that it causes is its own. Yeah. It's almost it's like its a self-scare trigger. to self-scare. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm totally over talking and I'm talking over you. So give me a couple of years. Okay. Well, I told you my health one. That's yes. the biggest one this week, I would say. Um, let's talk about let's talk about my my presidential car. <laughs> I was gonna say, can Kristen we do the reminded car? me. Yeah. Kristen reminded me. So back in December, we bought a new car and we decided to get like black on black on black. Just <laughs> I don't know why. We just did. We were like, this looks I think I was trying to not look like I was, you know, a mom or something. I don't, anyways, whatever. And you have a lot of kids, so it has to be big. It's a big one. Yes. So it has to be big. My kids are big. You know, it's like we're tall. So we got this giant car that was black wheels and black, you know, and tinted. And apparently I had told Kristen that I was concerned (laughs) that someone would think I was the president, like our car was presidential and shoot at shoot at us. I totally forgotten. I don't even think you said I'm concerned that I think it was just literally like you were talking about the car and then you're like, I wonder if someone's going to think, is someone going to think I'm the president and shoot at me? Like it was literally just like, totally. It was just like in passing. Yes. It was like the, yes. the ways that our brains go so quick to just like yes. all these different pieces. Yes. 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 And because we're close enough that we don't shut that stuff down before we say it. That's yes, a delight. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It is a delight. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's helpful to have you reassure me and be like, no, Nicole, that wouldn't happen. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I believe. Like, listen, the president always travels with like 10 of those. It would never be just one. Like I gave you actual <laughs> factual. <laughs> <laughs> you did my productive thinking for me. <laughs> <laughs> we do live in Texas. So we're being worried about getting shot at is that's part oh of the deal. Gosh. Part of the deal. Yes, that is. That is. Oh my gosh. I tell my kids about road rage, right? I'm like, do not. I'm like, do not. Just, it's never worth it. It's never worth it. Yeah. We live in the 80s and 90s. The carjacking was really bad. I remember being so scared about that. You were scared about carjacking? Okay. I'm not scared about carjacking, but I will get scared if I am stopped and I see someone and I want to lock the door, but then I get scared that they're going to hear me lock the door totally. and oh, feel absolutely. bad. Yeah, yeah. that is I'm horrible. like, oh, here goes the lady locking her car. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> but then if you don't lock it, what could happen? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I, I overrun my people pleasing for safety's sake in that case. Okay. Okay. Oh my do. gosh. That's hilarious. Um, Okay. What else? Oh, okay. I have a work one. Okay. So this used to be, I swear this used to be like a 10. Anytime, and I consume a lot of content. Anytime I see a podcast that's like really good and in the vein of the work I do, right? In mental health, wellness, like all this stuff. When I see something that's really good, a book, a podcast, especially if a client sent it to me, which my clients send me stuff oh. constantly. <laughs> I wonder why that is extra concerning when the client. I'll tell you because my brain says my client is saying you don't know what you're doing. Listen to that person, which makes exactly zero rational sense. <laughs> That's great. It, I mean, 
now that I've come down from this, like it's gone from like a 10 yeah, okay. to like, I'd say a one or a two. Okay. That's a but job. so Huberman, Huberman Lab, I'm obsessed. He has a real good episode out this week. That's all about mental health. It is good. I mean, it is so much the work that we do. It's so, so yesterday my brain was like, well, that's it. No one's going to need me ever. They're going to listen to this podcast. They're going to, you know, fix themselves. And I'm out of, I'm out of work. So positive things can very, I, my brain scares yeah, the shit out of me with positive things. Do you have any of that? Huberman seems to be a key trigger too, because so you told good. me, you told me before about Huberman. I know. It is so good. Yeah, it is so good. Do you have particular okay. people? Do I have positive ones? Yeah, like because that's a positive thing in the world. That is right. That's a good thing to be out in the world. That is not like Kristen. This is coming to get you. This is a good. There's no downside to more people talking about how to be mentally well. Yeah. Yes, I know I do, but I'm trying to think. That one is lower in general on the scale for me, but it does happen. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind right now, but that absolutely happens. But what about people in the um can I ask a in the birth question? world? Yes. Yeah, of course. Remind people in you your world doing yeah. good work. Do you ever sometimes, but I I feel like I kind of settled into like the abundance piece, you know, where I'm like, we really need nice more people. I think I did. I'm sure there are like that's good though examples but I, I can't think of them right now okay so I keep an eye used out. to I think yeah I used you did. to yeah that you've kind yeah. of like come can down the stairs go with it yeah I, think I can so. think of a ton but they're but they're old well but you know this week is good but I do feel like the past two or three weeks I was like my business is over you know I was totally like <laughs> I always start talking to Kristen about getting a job like I think I just get a job because I have oh, a background in social work. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because neither of us have traditional jobs currently. Yeah. We both have in the past, of course, but lots and lots of sixes are constantly worried about losing their job. So it yeah. could be something like this, right? It could be yeah. email subject line. Brain yeah. is like, that's it. That's yeah. over. I'm getting fired. Or, you know, yeah. boss says any words or any yeah. number of things will have this same like go to. That's it. I'm losing my job. Totally. My life's over. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Naked I've heard break. that from other sixes. I think for my job I th- or my work, I think maybe what might be more relevant lately is just I think there's times that I get worried that like I'll lose relevance. It's kind of what you're saying. I can't think of who I like heard it from, but as you know, like I have a background in somatic experiencing. So like as the somatic piece arises and more and more people are talking about it, it's like, yeah, it feels like, well, surely people won't need me or I don't know. Somehow I lose relevance. Like I get worried that, or I developed a curriculum for our groups and it's like, well, this is all trash now because of, yeah you know, all of these other pieces that, and even just the younger people coming up. I mean, I'm having a lot of like millennials and maybe even, I don't know when Gen Z starts, but like coming into our groups and I'm like, I'm like an old person. Oh, like as here, clients. You know? Yeah. 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 As clients. Yeah. Cause they're all having babies. Stuff like that. They're all having babies. Yes. Which is so yeah. funny because in actual truth, right. Being the more seasoned 
practitioners, our brains could make that a benefit. Yeah, you're right. You could look at it in that direction. (laughs) But automatically, which again is the point of this whole entire deal, our brains don't automatically confer this could be a good thing. Totally. That just isn't what happens. Like, oh my gosh, the reviews on my podcast right now, they're so good and it freaks me out. (laughs) (laughs) Only a six can say things like that. My brain's like, This is your point though, the positive that causes the negative. Yes. Okay. So tell us, what does your brain say? No, I said it last week. I said it last week, but it's really, it's like, oh, now you got to live up to that or you got to, yeah, it makes it pressure instead of like, and I really do actually work to just open and receive because I'm so grateful, but gratitude and goodness are emotions I'm practicing, right? Like anxiety and panic are natural. Are natural. Okay. I have a great example for this. Okay. Great example. It's happened to me twice. One time my sister texted me. So my sister and my stepdad in the past couple months texted me at random times and just said, I love you. So the other, the other night it happened. The other night it happened, but it was late. Okay. So it was like 1130 PM. And he said, I love you. And I'm like, my brain was like, he, it's like a suicide note. Like, oh he, he loves you before he commits suicide. And so I said, everything okay? And he's like, yeah, I was just watching this movie. I was thinking about our family and how much I love them. And so the next day he called me and he's like, Nicole, he's like, you realize I'm like one of eight. He's like, you realize you're the only one who was like, are you all right? You know, he's like, everybody else was like, love you, dad, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, and then I told your mom and I said, Nicole sent me this text that was like, are you all okay? And he's like, it's okay. That's just how she is. She just worries a lot. <laughs> oh. so that's my positive to negative. There you go. That's such a good one. That is such <laughs> a good one. My brain does this with so many things, actually. My kid's doing great. I'm like, uh-oh. Kids struggling. She's... Uh-oh, that makes sense. But like exactly, yeah. things are going well, like, oh no. Like it'll just create it. And I think this is just the point that I want to make. Sixy brains self-scare as a first step. As yeah. a first thing, especially yeah. if we're outside of our comfort zone in any way. Because I think yes. a lot of sixes create lives where one, they're not aware mm. of the self-scaring, like we talked about earlier, or there's just not a lot of um, kind of getting out of comfort zone at all. So it can, you know, feel safer in there, which great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like living a small life just to keep it, keep it all under control. Yeah. yeah. Which I think that doesn't even always work. So because the brain is the brain. It is doesn't. The brain. Well, the brain is the brain and like life is the life, you know, and like life is so lifey. So life feels is so like lifey. Yeah. The other thing, we'll wrap up here soon. So we may do this again. We'll see. Yes. Great fun for me to laugh at us about (laughs) all of this. We'll see what people think. Um, One thing I wanted to say, though, is regarding the health anxiety, and you and I have talked about this, often the thing that we're anxious about is really orienting us to what we really care about like in a positive Mm. way. So like really health anxiety, what it always comes back to for me is like, I want to live Mm -hmm. and I want this life. 
that I have. Because the health anxiety is always like a, an immediate death, right? It doesn't even paint any picture. It's like, that's it. It's going to all end yeah, very quickly. And you're going to die. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And, the, and the sadness of that is reflective of how much I want to live. So in that totally. way, our big scares can just really orient us to what we like, what we yeah. love. And I don't yeah. think that's always the case, but I think that's also a good thing to just question. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I can hear yeah, sixes now being similar. like, I don't, I don't have health anxiety. Does that mean I don't want to live? it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. I love that. I think that's so powerful. And I had the same experience. The more I explored my health anxiety and my fear of death, it was really about living. But how much does like the anxiety and the fear end up causing me not to live. You know what I mean? Like how much time am I spending managing it and like being afraid of things? So I love that. I think I'm like, you should do a podcast on that. Like how, how do we orient to that? How do we, how do we take that and orient to something else or to like see what's really there? It's coming. The short version is, you know, we've talked about this a million times is creating space for goodness. Like we have to learn how to feel safe. We have to learn how to let things be good. Our brain tells us that's automatic. Our brain tells us if things were just so we would automatically feel good and calm and peaceful. But any of us with this brain knows that is a lie. Absolutely. Because anytime there is a moment of peace, right? Pretty quickly. It's like, oh, but what's that pain in your side? Exactly. Well, in, if we're honest, if I'm honest with myself about that, it's like I have judgment around actually being with goodness. Like the thought of just just be with your goodness and just enjoy your life. It's like, well, how irresponsible. Oh, yes. <laughs> like I have to yes. be on guard. I have to be, you know, looking for the pain. I have to be, you know, just protecting people, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yeah. expanding that container to be with goodness in real ways. Maybe we can do an episode on that. Let's do it. I love that conversation. Okay. Um, I, this was good. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. You approve. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll probably, I'll probably share it then. Okay. <laughs> we gave ourselves permission. Like, let's just do it. And if it's terrible, no one will ever know. No, we did it. Exactly. We won't ever exactly. have to share it. Okay. But I think it was fun. And then I also will create an opportunity for you all to share your self-scares, which I'll tell you about when I have that set up Perfect. a Google form or something. I'd love to actually have a voicemail. We'll see if I can create that. That would be so fun. And like kind Thanks. of a throwback to the nineties, a voicemail. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we could hear their voices, like yes. someone calling into a radio station. Yes. That but would we would fun. not share your name ever, ever, ever. It's private. Private. Yes. Yeah. Just people get very scared to share. You can say, oh, you can talk about how you wanted to share, but then your brain said, because I know that just happened for a whole bunch of you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. That's good. You're amazing. Talk soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank 
you for listening. I hope you got at least one good laugh out of that. Hopefully you felt a little more camaraderie around however your brain is scaring you. Hopefully you heard some things where you realized my brain doesn't scare me there at all. If you would like to send a self-scare, send it to my email. And if I get a few of them, and I know people are interested in this, I will set up a voicemail. We might be back and do this again. It actually was a really good time. And laughter is a great tool and really healing. Anytime we can laugh at ourselves, we lighten our own load just a little bit. And when we can do it with others, we lighten it that much more. So thanks for being here.